Rorschach from BA. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 10th of March 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's start this episode with some news on the ongoing war in Ukraine. On Monday the 7th, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs said that the federal government will not allow Nigerian volunteers to fight for Ukraine, as it discourages the use of mercenaries. The statement from the ministry also said that the Ukrainian embassy confirmed that some Nigerians approached the embassy and expressed their interest in fighting. However, the embassy turned down their offers. Still on the topic of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, on Monday the 7th, the ministry began the evacuation of Nigerian students stuck in Sumy, Ukraine. Last week, over 300 Nigerian students share a video that went viral on Twitter and other social media platforms. They say they wake up most mornings to the sound of explosions and spend hours in bomb shelters beneath their hostels. Then they called on the Nigerian government to assist in their evacuation, as they are far from the Polish and Romanian borders. On Tuesday the 8th, the ministry said that it made arrangements with universities in Romania to provide hostel accommodation for a month to Nigerian students that fled the country from Ukraine and wished to explore the option to continue their education in Romania. Phone companies MTN and Airtel announced last week that customers will be able to call family and friends in Ukraine at no cost. The companies will waive charges on calls to Ukraine to help their customers connect easier. Moving on to local stories. On Tuesday the 1st, legislators rejected five gender equality bills at a constitutional amendment session. After days of protest over the rejection, the House of Representatives said on Tuesday the 8th it will reconsider three of the bills at the next session that will be held in a month. However, the Senate made no comment on the decision. For bills to be passed, they must be accepted by at least 72 senators and 240 members of the House. The first bill that will be reconsidered is an amendment to grant citizenship to foreign-born husbands of Nigerian women. The constitution already grants citizenship to foreign-born wives of men. The second bill will give women the right to become receptors of their husband's state after five years of marriage. Finally, the last bill would give 35% of legislative seats to women. Female legislators currently make up 4% of the total. President Buhari traveled to London on Sunday the 6th for a medical checkup that will last for two weeks. This outraged citizens on social media who complained that he left despite what's going down in the country. Recall that government universities had not been operating for a month due to strike action by the Academic Staff Union of Universities, and there is a scarcity of petrol. The president, however, said his absence from the country will not affect the functioning of the executive government as the vice president will lead. The constitution demands that when the president is not available in the country for an extended period, he must transmit a written declaration to the president of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, giving the vice president the legal rights to operate as acting president. However, President Buhari did not transmit this declaration before leaving the country. Before going to London, last week the president traveled to Nairobi, Kenya, to attend the 50th anniversary of the United Nations Environmental Program. There, he called for an improved, broad, global effort to make the program more successful in tackling climate change, the loss of biodiversity, and rising levels of pollution and waste. Talking about travel, on Thursday the 3rd, Qatar Airlines made its first flight to the international airport at River State. Dignitaries like the Nigerian ambassador to Qatar were in the flight, and it was received by the River State Deputy Government when it landed. This means that the airline now flies to four states in Nigeria. From news about one Middle East country 
to another. Saudi Arabia removed Nigeria and 15 other African countries from its travel red list on Saturday the 5th. However, all travelers to Saudi Arabia must undergo a coronavirus test upon arrival and prove that they have medical insurance that cover the costs of coronavirus treatments. Mecca, the holy city for Muslims in Saudi Arabia, is an important destination for millions of Nigerian Muslims. The country had suspended all flights from Nigeria in December 2021 due to the outbreak of the Omicron variant. On to some corporate news. On Monday the 7th, Nigerian tax authorities gave companies a one-month window to pay their dollar tax debts in Naira because of the scarcity of foreign currency in the country. Companies usually pay taxes for current transactions in the currency the transaction was carried out in. Oil and gas companies in the upstream sector were excluded from this decision. Nigeria relies on the sale of oil to earn foreign exchange, and since oil prices fell in 2020 because of the pandemic, companies have struggled to raise foreign currency to import raw materials and sell tax debts. Financial technology company YEP raised more than $1 million on Wednesday the 9th from various venture capital firms led by Greenhouse Capital. The company leveraged the use of agents, who are merchants who act as human ATMs and offer services like payments and remittances to residents who don't have a bank account. The company, which is incorporated in San Francisco but operates in Nigeria, said it plans to expand to four African countries and double the number of agents across the country. Lagos State residents beware. The electricity distribution company Echo announced on Monday the 7th that there are power outages planned across the state from Monday the 7th to Sunday the 13th. The company also added that the outage is necessary to perform maintenance on needle injection substation, which will help in improving power supply in the state. The embassy of the UK had a new high commissioner for just today on Tuesday the 8th. The embassy had run a contest for women to participate, and the woman who won would experience what it feels like to be the high commissioner for a day. Veronica Aina was the winner and participated in diplomatic activities like the DigiGirls, which is a UK program to help women gain digital skills in the country. Now let's end this edition with some entertainment news. On Tuesday the 8th, an Instagram user said music star Timea damaged her car and ran her over. This caused a backlash from social media users against the singer. Timea apologized for what happened and said the whole thing had been an accident. He said that after hitting the lady's car, he tried to collect her phone number to get across her and later pay for the repair. However, he then saw four men running towards his car and felt threatened so he fled the scene and hit her in the process. Finally, some news for sports fans. Ahead of the FIFA World Cup qualifier against Ghana later in the month, on Friday the 4th, the Nigerian men's football team released a list of the 25 players who will be available for the fixture. The big news is that Adamola Lukman, who plays for Leicester City in the UK, earned his first call for the team after switching his international allegiance from England to Nigeria in January. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. In the light of International Women's Day, before we say goodbye, we'll leave you with a quote about female empowerment. Every word a woman writes changes the story of the world, revises the official version. Caroline C. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach or follow us on Instagram. Karate! Karate!